All right, back on our bullshit episode one. First of all, I want to say thank you all for tuning in. Uh, hopefully, you enjoy everything we had to say. This is Nando, one half of the back on our bullshit team. Uh, we were having a couple issues with the program. That's why the audio just kind of picks up out of nowhere. It's because we were already talking before we found out that the program had stopped recording. <laughs> Instead of trying to force it, and recapture the magic we just went ahead and soldiered on through going forward won't have these issues of course appreciate you all tuning in and this is back on our bullshit i need to get dogs to attack people's crotches because that's what i like okay all right so here we go we're gonna do this one more time. (laughs) i want to get back into game of thrones okay let's do it okay so so it was disappointing it was very disappointing I talked to, like I said, I talked to a guest yesterday. I basically told him, you don't need to watch it. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> Seasons one through seven, excellent. Season eight, terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that for a show to start off so great and be so great for so long, yeah. Um, for it to just fall flat on his face like that is very disappointing. Yeah. I'm, you can't say that you did a good job when your actual hardcore like not even hardcore fans are upset like everybody is upset. upset i don't know anyone who is not yeah i don't know i haven't seen anyone online oh no i did um but he doesn't count because he was on the goddamn show <sighs> um the guy who played oberon which is a mm. character i love he was um he tweeted everybody stop it was great and i was like and then, no. i love i love the replies under his tweet they were like of course you thought it was great you ain't got no eyes <laughs> ouch uh he just wanted to support his wife that's his wife on the show brianna of tarth that's his wife that's his actual blood wife uh, like not blood but like real life wife i they, thought that fool was gay yeah anyway um awesome yeah. i well, like that but I, okay, so I get it. You, if you're gonna have a show, or a movie, or anything that tells a story, and right. you're gonna have such strong character development, for you to turn around and completely ignore that and condense everything into six episodes. Oh my god! Game of Thrones, basically, the d- producer, directors, whatever, they did that show the way I got prepared for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they basically said. You know what? I'll get it. We'll get it done. We'll get it done in time. And then when the time I just came, five it was like, minutes and I got oh, it. <laughs> wait, wait. I thought, I, I, I thought, wait. Okay. Well, this is what I got. <laughs> they just turned in their work and they're like, hey, here's a story. The end. But- and you kill off your strongest character, which makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kill <laughs> off your strongest character. Well, in my opinion, strongest character. She was the one that people followed the most. Oh, was, Danny. Uh, yeah, for them to. I mean, I know people who named their pets after her. I I have a friend who named their daughter Khaleesi, mm-hmm. and that's fine. So you, well, She's just a genocidal maniac. Yeah, exactly. Fire and blood, right? <laughs> so they did try their best to explain her turn with yes. that whole dialogue will, with Peter yeah Dinklage exactly i will give them credit for that like they they tried to explain yeah it. but, but it was the just expository is, well it's like it's like cheating and then trying to explain why you did it a week later yes <laughs> like, that's what they yes. did 
They pissed yes. us off. And then a week later said, so this is why that happened last week. You yeah. can't do that to your fans. We've waited almost 10 years for this. And you give us this whole hum thing and you try to explain it away with dialogue. And <laughs> one of my favorite tweets was uh, about how Grey Worm is like, hey, shut up. You don't get to talk here. And then he spends five minutes of dialogue oh literally setting up their government. I had never been so I, wait, over what? Tyrion during that whole fucking scene. Yeah. And okay, all right. First off, let's let's start with Danny. Yeah. I I love all the characters, even the shit-tastic villains, even fucking Joffrey. Like that kid, what's his name? Um Jack Gleason was amazing as Joffrey. Like, I, I appreciate the performances and everything that everybody did. So I don't have an issue with, like, Danny as a character. Um, as a character within the show, all the shit she was fucking up, yeah. But, mm -hmm. like, as, you know, I still genuinely appreciate a good villain. However, she wasn't a good villain. Now, they started planting seeds during season seven of her possibly get, getting bad or being... But they... They were planting seeds of her being slightly unlikable. Not that she was crazy, like, or she was going to go full on fucking crazy. And so, for them to rush this through six, first off, HBO offered them ten episodes, and they said no. We can mm -hmm. do it in six. <laughs> I don't understand that at all. And yes, granted, each up like most of the episodes were hour and. 30 minutes but clearly that still wasn't enough for you to explain your shit that you had to have an entire scene of Tyrion breaking shit down mm -hmm. with like a powerpoint presentation and a whiteboard <laughs> like it was so i could have bought danny being a mad queen had they spent at least three seasons prior building that up it wasn't until was it last season where um she held um, Jon Snow captive at Dragonstone. Yes. Yeah, that they that I was just like, Danny's really getting on my nerves. They seem yeah. to be trying to make her unlikable, and it wasn't until this season I was like, okay, they're they're gonna go Mad Queen, but like I don't know how far they can go with this considering they haven't built that up enough. Right. And that was another thing I never got that she had kidnapped him at Dragonstone. My husband had to tell me, and. I didn't understand how the time worked during that time either. I thought that was my whole thing too about their whole little love affair. I was like, didn't these two only know each other for a week and yeah. smash and that was it? And yeah. then my husband was like, no, he held, she held him captive at Dragonstone for like a year for like four months or whatever. Yeah. So, and then they, they character assassination with Danny with that character assassination with Jon Snow. They just kept making him dumber. Yeah. Like just dumber. And they were confusing nobility and dignity and duty with stupidity, which I totally understand in the Game of Thrones. If you are those things, you're dumb. Mm. But they were ruining all the good stuff about him. And then Tyrion just kept being, they keep telling you he's the smartest person in this whole fucking show. And he just kept making every bad decision. And you mean to tell me the biggest decision they, they he made in the last episode, they chose to trust him on that? Yeah. That was just dumb. That yeah. was just so dumb to me. Yeah. I, I mean, who who gave him that authority at that He's point? literally in shackles. Yeah. And they're like, let's hear what this little man has yeah. to say. Oh, he makes a good point. Right. Everyone loves a good story. That'll set it up. This guy that we don't know. Everybody else had a better story than Bran. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Even little Breastnug boy had oh. a better story than oh, Bran. Man. I... 
had better story and better claim. Right? Better claim. Period. And just and it is very agreeable in my opinion how many women I've seen be upset about them choosing brand. I'm not a I'm not gonna sit here and be like I'm a I'm, feminist as a guy. Give a fuck what if it was I a am. man or a woman that was on the throne. Because it no, was no, somebody no. who deserved that's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying that there were women and men who were more deserving as him. Yeah. Who were more in line. Sansa's right there, but I get if you don't make her the queen of everything you know mm-hmm. she wants to go back home anyway i get that and yeah and i and i get that i'd rather have brienne at that right? point like even she has some better sense and nobility and can do a better job than brand like where where has he been what has he done that sets him up and then if you've seen everything how come you didn't tell us that she Ooh. was gonna go evil okay. and destroy an entire city like this his is judgment why... is already in question at the end where he's like where's our master of whispers well, are you supposed to know everything? We don't need one. Okay. This is why, <laughs> why Game whispers? of Thrones was the last five minutes of Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Just trash. Because you had somebody who knew shit was going to happen yep. and didn't do anything to stop it or curve shit or yep. anything. Let it happen so they could get what they want. Yeah. They they pulled the Captain America time travel, yeah. and that shit made me so utterly mad. You, like he literally said, everything. "Well, what did you think I came here for? Right. <laughs> I came here to floss." Yeah. Like, yeah. I came here because I knew you were going to make me king. Oh I knew if I God. waited for all of this, y'all would be dumb enough to give me the crown of all people because I was going to wait until everybody else who should be king or queen. Just fuck some shit up. Didn't that fool turn down every job? Because exactly. no, I'm the three-eyed raven. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be the Lord don't, of Winterfell. Don't you, you want to be the Lord of Winterfell? I don't want anything. <laughs> you want to be king of everything? Well, why you think I'm here? Right? Like, oh my seriously, God. Seriously. That makes no brand. sense. It makes no sense brand. whatsoever. But it was funny watching the uncle get shut down. He's like, that yo, nobody else wants this? Cracked hey, me you know, up. I'll do that, uh, uncle. Sit your ass down. When Sansa said have several seats, <laughs> I'd love to be king. Oh, I've man. been in a war. I can count. Have several seats. But, and then tripped back to his right. seat. <laughs> you can't even handle your sword. Right? But at least we also know that uh, you know in Westeros, democracy is just not a thing. That broke my heart. Poor Sam stands up and proposes di- democracy. democracy. Like, don't and that sound like, good? Sit your ass down. Shut your fat ass up. <laughs> Everybody like, trying to have people vote. ultimate put down for a heavy person. <laughs> Shut your fat ass up. You don't know nothing. Question, though. Sam was there because he's the head of his house now. The Tully's, right? No, uh, not Tully's. Tarly's. Because Tar- Tully is... Well, Catelyn Stark. Yeah, that's that's okay. Catelyn Stark and her. So family. how is he Grand Maester of King's Landing? Don't he have his own house, his own kingdom to run? I don't even. I don't. I don't. I didn't get that part. I didn't understand right. why he was there because the last I heard, he went back to the Wall with the Wildlings, or he stayed at the Wall or something. No, no, no. no. Remember when or he and John said goodbye? Landing. He was going back to his house. Ah, he was. I, I he and um, uh, ugly girl. What's her name? Oh, um, Gilly. <laughs> I was about to call her Jilly. <laughs> Might as well. Might as well. He and Jilly and her incest baby. And I'm really went upset back. with how they like tried to explain away her chubby cheeks this season. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, she she must be pregnant. 
nah, man, she living a good life. She don't care. <laughs> like, let's be real. Don't just try to explain that away. Just, I mean, the weight that old boy lost, she gained. Right. Like, just, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't even need to know Do that she's pregnant. Do not attack Winnie's I appearance. don't care. Even though I called her ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But my yeah, biggest was, beef uh, with the episode was fucking Bran. Yeah. Fucking Bran. Mm. I was really hot, happy to see Yara there. I'm like, I, I was. I want to oh know why we never got to see North. North? I don't North. know. I saw a North. tweet that had me cracking up. Yeah. It was just like, um, it ain't lost on me that they sent all the brown people away. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. go to your <laughs> land were like, over Yo, there. We run King's Landing now. Nah, man, that ain't gonna work for us. We <laughs> right. don't need you to go go south, right? Go far oh, south. God, <laughs> get on your boats and go south. Like, yeah, they sent all of the unsullied back and the Dothraki. They were like, "Yo, get go, go, go somewhere." Yeah, they tried <laughs> to keep the Seven Kingdoms. They were like, "Nah, son." Nah. First off, why are y'all fighting this hard for this dingy ass little kingdom where there's nothing left? Because Danny burnt it all yeah, down. She burnt down the entire city. Like, there's nothing there. Like when they were sitting in their little council area, yeah. there it looked like the Colosseum. I don't even know how that was still standing. They destroyed everything else for the most part. Uh, I mean, the throne room. Oh, the dragon. Did you see the tweet where the person was saying how either the dragon is the smartest thing on the yeah, planet or, or the, the dumbest? dumbest. <laughs> it was like, oh, let me destroy this throne because it's the lust for power that really killed my mom, not the guy standing next to her that just stabbed her in the chest. <laughs> so he destroys the throne. Basically, he's like, oh, there's a knife in my mom. Oh, knifey chair. Take that knifey chair. Mom, oh you have God. been avenged and flies <laughs> off. <laughs> like, you know, like, I mean, come. that's how I felt when that, after that scene happened and I was just sitting there like, huh? I realize that's how I felt about this entire season. Just it's it's like it tried to be smarter than it was in a shorter amount of time. I no, I think that they were kids who tried to do their project five minutes before it was fucking mm -hmm. due. Um, George R. R. Martin is either going to have to keep this ending or dick them over real hard mm. and create a whole new one. Because that was another thing. I understand them not wanting to wait till the books are done. And they asked him how it ends and all that kind of stuff. And he's still a consultant on the show. But this is all the writer's fault. Mm -hmm. This is all their fucking fault. So bad. Yeah. And, like, I never, I have never bought the Jon Snow Danny love story. Because, first off, it felt like a week to me. Oh, and, man. second of all, everybody knows Ygritte was his girl. Yeah. So, they're trying to make Danny this love of his life. So when he stabs her, you'll always be my queen. Get the fuck out of here. Well, I, I didn't understand how they never explain why all of a sudden he just didn't want anything to do with her, but still wanted everything to do with her. Mm -hmm. So when he finds out that they're related, all of a sudden he gets like cold shoulder on her. Yeah. But he still will yeah. kiss her. He still will be like, you're my queen. He... He basically led her on, and that's gonna drive anyone crazy, right? Yeah, especially a Targaryen. Like, right? She's like, I got dragons, I got armies, I got people that want me, and you're just gonna sit here and be like, ah, oh, I can't. But they never have him explain why he couldn't. He never says, "Oh, you're my auntie," 
and I just can't do that. I wish he never he at least says said anything. That. He just says, "No, I'll still follow you and make out with you every once in a while." All she <laughs> asked for was some dick at the end, like she was she stressed. Asking for it for like three episodes, I was like, How "Please you don't make fuck this your auntie." You make this woman who is like, she has shown over all these seasons, especially when she got rid of Dario Naharis, who was begging hated for her him and uh, let Jorah the Andal be friend Captain Friendzone to death. <laughs> And now she's begging this guy for dick. Why? They only smashed like a couple times on the boat on the way for to real. King's Landing or wherever it was that they were going at the end of season seven. Like that was it. Now all of a sudden she's just completely broken down. And she was like, even dissing him when, when she was talking to Sansa. She's like, the love of my life was much taller. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Drogo was supposed to be her everything. Exactly. Just like you said, Egret was John's everything. Now they right. completely ignore that. Yeah. There's nothing setting it up. It just happens and we're supposed to just agree with it. Right. I'm and not care buying on that level that... and I, I I don't agree. I just no. don't. It was it was really but enough about that garbage. So let's talk about <laughs> a good movie. Right. A good for what it was supposed to be. I thought I've, it was great. I've read I've read some reviews on it that like they gave it these glowing reviews, and I am a huge action guy. I mm -hmm. love pretty much anything Keanu will put his name on. I will watch, mm -hmm. and I love watching Lawrence, Fat Lawrence Fishburne just chew up scenery. So oh, and man. he does chew scenery. I'm like, I mean, aren't you a Shakespearean, it. like classically trained actor? What is happening? And then here? he comes up with these weird ass expressions for this film. I'm like, are you just? It was like, did you ever watch Cam Pill? Yeah. Did you watch that one part where they were like just trying to put the pussy on the chain wax? Oh my God. I feel that all of Lawrence Fishburne, all he does now is just try to put the pussy on the chain wax. He was I... trying to come up with his own phrases to come up with, like, he just wants to have his own thing of phrases. Because if you go back and you listen to some of the shit he says in those two John Wick movies, I'm like, you're just throwing two different metaphors together at this point that make no sense if you watch john wick again you'll never watch it the same when you see the scenes Trust i me think it's this. a lot simpler than that i think it's just that this homie's just been trying to collect the checks and the matrix and that's it he can he's still on black and he's just he been making phoning money. it in yeah but i still is he still he, on blackish i don't know i don't watch it i don't watch blackish i'm not black enough to watch blackish whatever Fernando. <laughs> I am gonna watch but John Wick. Okay. John Wick three. I, I loved it other than the fact that this was the first one of the three films that they had John Wick beaten several times mm -hmm. and the villains just let him live because they want to keep weird. fighting him. Yeah. I didn't enjoy that. Like in the first one, you just couldn't stop him. In the second one, you still couldn't stop him, but you could hurt him. Right. In this third one. And these movies take place over the course of like a week. Yeah. That's yeah, another it's thing. Back like, to back, this yeah. is all like in yeah. a matter of the one week. The second movie week. picks up literally when the first one ends and yeah. so forth. Yeah. yeah. And well, the second one, yeah. And like you said, I was, thought you meant the second. One, right? <laughs> yeah. The first picks up right after the second and so forth. I'm just repeating what she's saying at this point because I didn't have anything good to say. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I, I, I did not, I, I did not that appreciate that. That was my only that. issue. But I attribute that to the fact that Keanu Reeves is 55. <laughs> he is. And a little slow, but still kicking ass in these 
you know, martial arts action movies. Yeah. And I'll take it. And I also attribute it to the fact that they didn't do great setting it up, but they did set it up is that it's just an honor to fight him. Right. And I'm willing to take that within this movie, but they can't keep doing that in every movie. Yeah. They start doing that in every movie where like he's fighting villains and when they both get tired, they give up because it's just been an honor to fight John yeah. Wick. Then I'm over it. Yeah. But I didn't I, like the Indonesian um, characters. They're fighting him. Um, they look familiar. They're they in were something in, else. They were in several films. Um, no. Some of my favorite films, actually. What's so the one with the ponytail? The one with the ponytail. He was in The Raid and The yes, Raid 2. The Raid. He That's what is I knew amazing from. with his choreography. I'm pretty sure he helps put those scenes together. Uh huh. Um, the partner of his was in The Raid 2. I, I thought that And was I believe dude. that they <laughs> were both in The Night Comes for Us. I didn't see that. Um, I know uh, uh, Kito, Kito Uwais. I'm probably butchering his name. Mm -hmm. But he's in all three of those films, and he's amazing. Like, what they're able to do with their fight choreography is just, it's, it's beautiful. Um, for them to put the scene together for a 50-year-old Keanu Reeves to be mm -hmm. in it and it be believable was great. I loved everything about that except for early on in the fight. You can see how talented these two guys are. And they're both around the same age as Keanu. Mm -hmm. But... I mean, they've been doing martial arts their whole lives, presumably. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they'd be in better shape. There were several times in the beginning of the fight where they just had a beat. And then they just stand back and they're like, oh, man, he's old. He's slow. They say it in the dialogue. Well, like, yeah. He's no, been off yeah. for five years, blah, blah, blah. I don't mind him getting beat up. Mm -hmm. What I didn't like was that they had him dead. Like either knife to the throat, knife to the head, something where they could have killed him right then and there. Right. And they don't. Yeah. And then the fight continues until yeah. he finally gets the upper hand. Don't do that. You don't need to force feed that to him. Just right. have the fight be close, but he's able to still save his own life. Do right. not let them let him live just so he can kill them later. No, he I He does agree. not kill that those was... two characters, but yeah. Mark DeCosco's character had him beat early on in the film and there was one point where he had the blade like he all he had to do was just bam right there stab him right in the head fights over and he keeps going until he gets stabbed in the chest and i do not like how they stole that from black panther leave that alone oh, they stole I didn't even put that they together. stole michael b jordan's death and tried to make it comical i, I liked like it. it i liked the fanboy death like oh, that was I, awesome. I liked that he was this total john wick fanboy and was in denial that he was dying and was like yo man just let me catch my breath with this giant sword sticks yeah. out of his fucking yeah. chest but black panther did the, it better the, they won't no. let us have anything uh, but, okay black <laughs> panther really quick side note the fight between chadwick Boseman and michael b jordan's character was so trash i did not appreciate that fight. it was fucking I like it. bad i, I mean like and everything in the MCU, every fight, I, I, I'm sorry, I have to compare it to Cap and Bucky's fight in Winter Soldier, which was yes. amazing. But anyway, um, that was the weakest fight in all of John Wick with the two Indonesian guys. Yeah. Um, especially the end of the fight, like, cause he didn't, he didn't really stab any of them yeah. or anything. They were just tired, yeah. and then they were just, and he was just like. They were like, thanks for the honor. And he's like, you're welcome. I'll see you guys next time. And then yeah. walked off. Which I didn't realize is actually a like 
a goodbye within the assassin community in that film. If you look well, back, Ruby they Rose all say the he's seeing you. Yeah. yeah. Ruby Rose says it to him in the second one, too. So, um, And I forgot that these movies take place back to back, like literally the next day. So yeah. I was expecting to see her in the third one. I was like, oh, no, that's right. The time is different. Yeah. The time is in real time. Well, she wouldn't have been able to fight him anymore. Yeah. She like, just got stabbed in the Yeah, chest, exactly. Which also explains why Common wasn't in this one. I know how much you love watching him act. Common needs to not be in anything. <laughs> yes. I need to get dogs to attack people's crotches. Um, I think we all viciously. do at this point. Uh, apparently, in this John Wick, um, John Wick uh, saga, there needs to be at least one actor from Game of Thrones in every movie. So, um, <laughs> I noticed that, too. I noticed that, too. And his accent was terrible. Please, it was trash. Please, I was like, don't what is ever this be French generic Euro- Eastern European accent? Like, I felt like asking him what country he was from, and I knew he couldn't tell me. Yeah, It's it was, like it that so kind of generic Euro trash kind so of accent. <laughs> And it's bad. Um, this lesson was for you. Nah, man, you should have took some more lessons. The backstab at lessons. the end uh, I, did not surprise me, but it annoyed me. Um, it surprised me only because I thought it was part of the plan to see that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was like them, like Winston was helping him escape by pretending he was dead. And then That's what my husband someone thought, would like grab him and then he would still be alive. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was going to be reaffor- reaffirmed when the adjudicator went and told Winston and he's like, wait, what? Right. I thought he was going to be like, yeah, wait, what? And then when she walks away, he's like, yeah, the plan worked. Right. When Lawrence Fishburne was the one who got him, he was like, ain't, ain't you pissed off? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, no, he really did shoot him. That was cold blooded. But the thing that I, me, though- I'm not surprised. But, you know, I mean, I wasn't at the time, but right. now that I look back, I shouldn't have been. I wasn't surprised. I was just really annoyed, and I was really fearful for John Wick because this fool traveled to the desert to talk to the guy who's above the high table. Yeah. And the guy above the high table told his ass, you need to kill your friend Winston, yeah. and he didn't do it. And now I'm like, so what's that mean? You got to fight the dude above the high table? Yeah. So, and, and then, so basically, you cut your finger off of nothing. Exactly, cut his finger off for nothing. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to the CGI department on that one. Like, your work was in vain, apparently, because right. now you're going to have a whole nother movie. So you basically set yourself up, you know? Job security. There, yeah, That's there good. is a fourth. They already announced it. It won't yeah. be till 2021. Um, well, he's got to take a breather. Yeah, I, like we said, he's 55. Yeah. Uh, I would love for them to bring Halle Berry's character back, but. They won't. I don't think so. Only because, like, I feel like she doesn't like to work hard. <laughs> I feel like you can tell with her resume that, like, every now and again, she'll do something um, that will kind of slightly redeem her in a public eye because she worked hard to do it. Mm. But then she's just like, this shit hurts now. <laughs> like, uh, she's. I feel like she doesn't she put that much effort well? into her stuff. Isn't she? Like pushing fifty or she is fifty. She's okay. like fifty one, fifty two, something like yeah, that. She looks really good for that age. She's Black like don't the, crack, homie. Yeah, she's like the new Angela Bassett just without the acting. I showed a picture, a paparazzi shot of Angela Bassett in like a velour suit to my husband, and he was like, "This bitch looked like a snack. If I ever catch her on the street, you're getting left." Yeah. <laughs> I do not know. 
What's and it you say? You can record for 30 minutes in your web browser. If you like to record longer, you can use the free Anchor app for iOS or Android and use any app on your computer and then upload the file. All right. Well, we'll just stop this, record another one. Yeah. So to finish up the John Wick, um, thought it was great. Mm -hmm. um, looking forward to the next one. Thank you. Let's take a um, moment. Fernando's drinking LaCroix. <laughs> LaCroix. Yes. We are a soda water household here. I drink it with my pinky out. <laughs> And a fancy teacup. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's that uh, peach pear. <laughs> Nectar of the gods right there. I love that. Um, but what I did want to bring up, because mm -hmm. it was mentioned earlier. Okay. Avengers Endgame. Mm -hmm. So this being our first podcast, first round. Right. You know, we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm not skipping this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. not skipping this one. It's just that it's been like three weeks. I it don't has, know if you wanted has, to talk about it. But I, I okay. got to get my two cents on it. Okay. I loved it as a fanboy. I grew up reading Marvel comics. So okay. it was great for me to see all of that on the screen. Uh, I do give a shout out to the Russo brothers for finding a way to fit so many actors into a film. I do think they're good directors. But there was yes. a lot of stuff that was missing. Some of the actors didn't even have a line of dialogue. How do you have Dave Bautista, who was one of the funniest characters there, one of the best ad-libbers, and he doesn't get one line in the whole film? I'm, he didn't I'm even get to with, yell. I'm fine with people in the movie who didn't get to talk. Uh, some of them, yes. I have I have too many issues with the plot holes. Yes, <laughs> I was getting to To give that. a shit yeah. about if Dave Bautista got the rattle off a joke. Hey, but nah, I get but you. I big, get you. Big Bautista fan. Okay. Shout out Dave on that one. Um, so I didn't care for that. Mm -hmm. And there were there were an insane amount of plot holes. Oh my God. So, so many. Right. But one of the ones that bothers me so much is when you incorporate time travel, it's very messy. Mm -hmm. Very, very messy. messy. How can you incorporate time travel into this film have characters from the year 2012 mm -hmm. come to the year 20 at this point it was supposed to be 2023 because it was yeah. five years after yeah so you, we're now in the year 2023 these characters go 11 years into the future but they don't go back to their year so therefore, how can they exist in this future? And then what happens to the other future? Wait, what, wait, what do you mean? What are you talking about? So the ancient one said that if you take something from this timeline, the timeline you will then a, skew right. off. Because she was saying, if you take this stone, you create a new timeline. No, 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 no. That. The ancient one's point was that if you remove one of the stones, it creates, an, um, it changes the past. And Banner's whole point was, if yes, but if we put the stone back, it'll create an alternate timeline. This shit is so dumb. Right. <laughs> like, but yes, that's well, that's what they were saying. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, the ancient one was saying, if you take them and then you, I mean, he was trying to say, yeah, if we bring them back to the moment, the exact moment we took them, right. then they're fine. They were right. never gone. And we have discussed how even though you bring the stones back, they're not brought back into place in the form that they were taken from, which is another, yeah, which is another school. major plot point. Um, what I am saying though, mm -hmm. Thanos, okay, Nebula, right, Gamora, right, their entire army, right, transported 
2023. Right. So if they transported to 2023, that meant that they weren't there from 2012 until 2018 when Avengers Infinity War even happens. That undoes the snap right then and there. I know. The moment that they transport from the past to the present and then Iron Man snaps his fingers, now you have completely erased the past because now those people aren't alive in their original time to do any of the things they did. The original Guardians movie hasn't happened anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, does Civil War still happen? Because now they don't even have Ultron. um, It's not the guy explaining the timeline. He's just explaining how confused he is about it. Like we are, he's just kind of like, and I like the video a lot because he's just like, okay, maybe they're setting this up shit, blah, blah, blah. But he was like, this happens and this happens. And because this happens, then this shouldn't happen. And how he explained it in the video is that basically Endgame made everything after Civil War obsolete. Mm. And I'm just kind of like... And, I, and he's, feel, he did too. He was just kind of like, so I don't know where that leaves us or what Marvel's planning on doing with I, that. I feel like it makes everything before Ultron. Obsolete. Before Ultron? Yeah, because Ultron can't happen. If you take everything back from the year 2012, that was... Well, yeah, so Vision can't happen. Vision can't happen. So where I is, mean, none none of that happens from now on. Because wait, now the, the, Guardians of the, the Guardians of the Galaxy never happened. Right. Because now all those people who were supposed to be there in 2012, half of them went to 2023 and got snapped into dust. And now Gamora's like running around, but she's the 2012 version. Yeah. And that's how they want to explain how you have this 2012 version running around. And there's this, you know, these rumors about, you know, how they're going to tie in Adam Warlock into the phase four. And, you know, our Guardians 3 could be about them trying to rebuild their family, although it'll never be the same. Yada, yada, yada. I think that's what it is. Like, they're going to go looking for fucking Gamora and... Did Nebula leave with her, or is she with them? Uh, I think Nebula took off because they're besties now. So I don't know. Well, I don't know because I thought that Did I she... saw Nebula at the funeral. I thought I saw Nebula with Drax and uh, the rest of the Guardians. Thought Nebula was there. No, because she's on the. Um, I don't know the name of their ship, but she's on the ship because she says. That it's only fair that they fight with knives when um mantis is like oh i have some knives if you want to fight it out or maybe it was rocket but one uh, of them okay. said thor yeah. and quill should fight out with knives and uh nebula is like yeah it seems fair okay seems so logical. gamora just fucking left she just bounced she just left okay yeah. and i'm willing to accept that it's 2012 gamora she doesn't know these motherfuckers right. And even though her and Nebula have like you know come to some sort of terms, this mm-hmm. is 2023 Nebula and it's 2012 Gamora, and she probably still doesn't trust her. She doesn't know, but yada yada. So I'm willing to accept that, and I'm willing to accept that Guardians Three is probably just going to be about them finding this bitch and trying to rebuild their family and whatever big bad and space guy is yeah. is they need to take care of at the time. I've never been really that interested in Guardians. I feel like they're the weakest link. Uh, um, and then see, oh, oh, maybe the second week, uh, uh, weakest. I think probably the weakest is the Ant Man story, even though they are enjoyable. It's still yeah. kind of weak. Um, side note, I'm forever mad that um, they don't have Luis rehashing yes. the whole thing. Me too. That, that would have been, been 
everything. And, and, if that was a yeah. mid-credit scene, yeah. oh my god! Instead of giving us no credit scene, they and then, then they double back and they added a Spider-Man one, which no what? one gives a fuck. Yeah, they added a Spider-Man end-credit scene um, about a week after the release because so many fans were oh furious god. that they sat there and there was no coda at the end. Well, fuck them. Yeah. I didn't need a mid-credit scene, but if you were going to have one, is what I'm saying is that yeah. it would have been great. Oh, Luis was, was like, "Yo, let me tell you about the snap," and it goes, "Hey." Yeah, for like five minutes, and like all the characters stay in their part. Yeah. Like, it would have been, been so excellent. good. You really missed an opportunity there. They Cause, really cause did. Then they could have been. They could have had it where at the end, uh, Michael Pena is the one who says, and then he's like, I, "I'm like, I, I'm Iron Man." Like you have his voice, but Robert Downey Jr. doing right doing that at the snap. Right. Oh my god, would have been so epic. And but you totally know what opportunity. you know what awesome would have been great about it too is in him explaining the shit, make fun of the all the fucking plot holes. Yes. I still wouldn't yes. accept any of the plot holes, but I at least would have laughed at him Give instead of being laugh. angry. Give me something. Yeah. Right. But that would have been fucking fantastic. And I don't think they're doing another Ant-Man. I think he only got the two movies and Endgame. I think that's all Paul yeah, Rudd signed yeah, up I for. Yeah, I, I don't know about his contract what his contract is. And, um, you know, I mean, they the movies do a lot better overseas than they do in America. So the Ant-Man, Ant-Man movies? Yeah, the Ant-Man movies are decently popular where they still make enough money. They... Mm-hmm. Don't make as much as the other MCU films, but right. they make enough overseas where they're still profitable. I actually enjoy them more than the Guardians movies. I don't know what it is about the Guardians movies that bore me. I think it might be Chris Pratt. Yeah. Um, he's just one of those white dudes where I'm just like, okay, I get it, but I don't get it. Like, yeah. I get it, but I'm not on the bandwagon. Yeah, um, I, I can understand that. But yeah. Um, Okay, I see what you're saying as far as MCU plot holes with Endgame and all that bullshit. Um, I I will forever fucking be salty that what? Oh, I think I figured out <laughs> what what happened. If I move this cord or something, <laughs> that light goes off. The whole time we were recording before, uh-huh. that light wasn't on. Right. That's what I'm saying. So the mic quit. So even though this is supposed to be recording, it's not recording anything because the mic is off. Oh. So that's why it didn't record anything else after we were talking before. Okay. As soon as I touched the cord, the light went off again. Yeah, it's the USB on this. Okay. Ah, now we know. All right. Cool. Don't touch the cord. I, I need to get a new one. I gotta go back to mine. But um, what was I saying? Oh, I will forever be salty that. They, I feel like Cap was just a complete character assassination. Just for the sake of a really nice fan service ending. Hmm. Um, they should have just killed him. Um, I understand why they had to kill Robert Downey Jr.'s yeah. character because they're like, we can't afford you no more, bro. <laughs> and I get it. And I, and I hope these deaths are permanent. Because I really can't stand. I know in comics nobody ever really died, yeah. but I would appreciate it if in film, like they made deaths permanent. Because, um, it, it, I mean, you raise the stakes and you 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 get people emotionally invested in it. So I think that's dope. But I will, <laughs> but what pisses me off is that the writers and the Russos can't even fucking agree what happened. The writers are all like, yeah, Cap's in the same timeline. And the Russos are like, no, he's in an alternative timeline. 
And regardless of either or, Cap still has knowledge of things that happen in the world or Bucky being tortured and kidnapped and held uh, captive, made an assassin for 70 years and does nothing about it. Knows that S.H.I.E.L.D. is... Hydra. Hydra takes over S.H.I.E.L.D. And most importantly, kisses his great niece at some point. Yeah. Um, Either way, whether it's an alternative um, timeline or it's the same timeline, it's still garbage. And yeah. you and I actually really do like Peggy's character a lot. So you can't convince me that she would be okay with Steve not doing anything right. about any of this. Yeah, or even being there. I can see, yeah, yeah, I could see her being like, you like, I love our dance. This is fantastic, but you need to go back to where you were. Yeah. Like you can't be here. Yeah. I just and, don't see Peggy just like not being that strong enough of a person to say, well, no, your place isn't here. We didn't have our time. Like you said, thank you for the dance, but right. our time just wasn't meant to be. Exactly. And I, I just can't see her, especially because the only way you could have them be together is if Cap says, if he lies to her. Yeah. And never says that he was in the future. Yeah. Or he has to just say, hey, I was in the future, but I can't tell you anything. There's no way you can have a happy marriage if you exactly. know all of these things, but you're keeping a secret. I saw this you internet know? meme that cracked me up, and it's um, it's Chris Evans eating a salad, um, because he's doing this dinner interview on Chelsea Handler's show. Um, this is right around the time of Civil War, and the meme was just like, Martin Luther King gets assassinated. Cat, would anyone like any salad? <laughs> that's and that's what I mean. And like with, with the alternative timeline and the real timeline. In the real timeline, okay, let's say um, what the, the Russos are saying is that there's uh, oh no, no, I'm sorry. The writers are saying that there's two caps. So there's the cap that sleep and then there's a cap that goes back to dance with Peggy or be with her. Okay. So then that means that at that point, everybody knows Captain America's dead. And Peggy knows he's dead. Right. So what does this fool do? Stay in the house all day? Yeah. Only leave with disguises? Like He can't go out. So what kind of marriage is that? Is he just a hermit there the whole time? He spent the next 80 years wearing a hat and sunglasses. Right? Or just explaining shit away. Oh, no, I'm his long-distance cousin yeah, nah, or some I shit like that. that. All the time. I get it all the time. Everyone thinks I look like Captain exactly. America. You know? um, or if it's an alternative timeline, he still has knowledge of things that are fucked yeah. up in his timeline that he yeah. was born into that he did not go it. back. It's just complete character assassination. I, can't ride with it. I yeah, I don't fuck with it. I take Endgame as a very enjoyable film. Yes. I did like it a lot. I just uh, I stand cap and I felt like they did him dirty. I didn't like it. Um, my favorite moment will forever though. And picking up um, Meow Meow. I call it Meow Meow because that's what that character Darcy oh, called it in yeah. Thor. Because she couldn't pronounce it right and I can never pronounce it. So I call it Meow Meow. Yeah, um, that that was my favorite part. Love me some cat dang. Yeah, but they, uh, they, they couldn't dang. do anything with her. I've seen pictures of her. It's gorgeous. I wish I did. I'll but see if I can find it. No, I, no, I don't. <laughs> I like her enough as is. I don't need to know what glorious behind that curtain. But yeah, the cat Something's ending was disappointing. I don't enjoy what they did with Thor. I know you did. I loved it. I didn't care for it. Loved I it. felt like 
I didn't care for it for the um because of I understand how um frustrating Chris Hemsworth was with the character mm-hmm. and everything he was doing up until Ragnarok. And I felt like that's when his character really growed. And I felt like Infinity War, he had a lot of, he had, you know, a real good storyline there too. Um, like I said, the fat joke was funny, but it went on too long. Um, and I got to, I got to send the video to you. It's this great video, this video essay that um, the person doing the video is just kind of like, I get why they took Thor this way, but this is why I have an issue with it. And it's mm-hmm. everything I have an issue with it. Uh, but which is probably all the reasons why I love it. <laughs> probably, <laughs> but I just felt like they really regressed his character, and I felt like all they did was switch he and Valkyrie's roles in Endgame, because that's exactly what Valkyrie was doing. She was drinking her life away and hiding away from all her problems and shit because she was afraid of Hela and what Hela did. And um, side note, somebody brought this up to me: Where did that bitch get a Pegasus? Wasn't she supposedly the last Valkyrie? Yeah. And all the Pegasus and all the other Valkyries. Nobody like, said that the Pegasi were gone. Just the Valkyrie were gone. But where was she keeping it in Ragnarok? What do you mean? What, where on she Asgard? Did, yeah. No, um, when they were on Sakaar. On Sakaar. I don't The trash that. planet. She didn't have a Pegasus on Sakaar. Exactly. That's what I'm ship. saying. Where did this bitch get a Pegasus? When did she have a Pegasus? She had a Pegasus in Endgame at the end battle. That bitch was flying around. She's the one that found... Uh... Oh, yeah. She was back on Pegasus. I was like, where'd she get a Pegasus? I mean, I, after everything else that was going on with that film, <laughs> she can have a Pegasus. Right? <laughs> you just my have least, a random ass Pegasus. That is my like, least gripe about yeah, Endgame. And there were so many gripes. Oh my so God. many gripes. I mean, um, yes. If you break it down into semantics and... You tear apart the plot holes and the terrible timeline. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You have issues with it. But as far as just an enjoyable popcorn movie that I can just not think about, mm. I can I can do that. Yeah. It's still enjoyable. It, it's However, good for what it was supposed to be. Yes. And everything that they were trying to make with it. I mean, we've never seen anything like that before where 23 films were made of the same story. Somebody you know. said that it's the long. Um, it was like the, one of the longest running TV shows ever, and I'm like, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a 23 episode uh, yep. TV show yep. that I thoroughly enjoyed, which is probably why you know people have their feelings about it, and why I have my feelings about what they did with Cap. Yeah. It's kind of like I've been watching this dude all these movies, and all that shit was just out of control. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not really excited about the new spider-man i like i'm not i love man. tom holland as i like Spider-Man. him he i does think he's a great Spider-Man. job um i don't know the name of the young lady who's playing mj in the story but zendaya, zendaya. <laughs> there you go i think she does pretty good with this whole uh emo girl thing that she has that going shit on. cracks me up you look very um, pretty and therefore I have value, yeah. I was dying. Yeah, and uh, shout out to her with her new show coming out, Euphoria. I don't that know about that show yet. If it's about teens it's, who just it's not do drugs, it's I'm not like, for us. no. I've, I've looked at the trailer for it, and I'm, I'm like much too old. I can't identify with it. You know, yeah, it's the, very the Generation that, Z. Yeah, the things they're dealing with, I I don't have an opinion on. I didn't go through those things, so therefore, it's like Shameless. Everyone says how great of a show Shameless is, 
but I've never been white trash, so I can't identify with anything that goes on in the show. I, I've been poor, do so I get it. Oh, I've been poor. Yeah. I've spent the most of my I life poor. I've never been white was... trash because I, I ain't white. I them white trash. No, they were white trash. I feel like they're just poor. No, they're white trash. They got white trash problems. I've seen a couple episodes, and it's like, no, this is some white shit. This is some very white shit. Really? Yeah. From what I, from the episodes I've seen, they weren't like back to back. I've seen like, episodes of it, and uh, I've I thought it was good. I just don't want to pay for a pres- uh, uh, a prescription for a subscription. Sorry, <laughs> for Showtime. So that's why I haven't seen it. Well, I know it's it on, on Netflix, Netflix yeah. but um, it's been sitting in my queue for God knows how um, long. I'm not gonna um, do that. But yeah, I did watch the first season. I did enjoy it. I what I liked about it was the same reason I, I I will forever like the show Roseanne. It's about real poor people. Yeah. Um, I get really sick a lot of the time watching these shows or movies that's supposed to be about poor people, and it's just mm. not. It's like, well, what are they doing in this really nice apartment? Yeah. If they don't have any money, like the cast of Friends, I will forever be salty that they live in that four million dollar apartment. But they were all broke. I never watched Friends. I fucking refuse. I can't. I can't do it. It's, um, I have issues with that show. It it's just the way you feel about Shameless, how it's just super white. Yeah. That's how I feel about Friends. Yeah, that's how I feel I about Friends as well. I can't watch connect it. to it at yeah. all. And that's not to say that I couldn't connect to a show with um, all white characters. Game of Thrones. Hello. Yeah. No. However, um, can't watch TV if you. Right, exactly. <laughs> you can't identify with white people on some level. Exactly. Like, I get that. I just don't identify with that level of whiteness. Yeah. There, there are levels to this and shit. And it's a very ignorant. There are levels to this <laughs> shit. It's, it's very ignorant of the world around them, too. Yeah. Um, well, they're in their bubble. Exactly. You know? It's it's white people in their bubble yeah. with their corny jokes. And I'm yeah. just like, nah. Like, yeah. I don't think I've ever laughed at a joke that I saw on that show. I've I, seen about three episodes, and I'm like, I'm cool, homie. I haven't even watched an episode. I've, I've, shout out to Claire, the roommate Claire, our content producer. Um, <laughs> she will watch that show, and I've walked into the living room and seen it on, and been like, okay, I'm going back to my room. Right, exactly. I'm not welcome out here at this time. <laughs> I just can't. Claire clearly I can't didn't even, want my company. Yeah, I can't even have that I'm, on as background noise. Right. Like, can't even fuck to friends but my, <laughs> you just can't do it like you can't have it on my mom loves the show uh, loves it and, we can't all be perfect and the thing about really quick that pisses me off the most about friends is well not so much about friends but netflix is like netflix got rid of it mm-hmm. everybody had a fucking hissy fit yeah and so they had to pay a hundred million dollars to keep it right and, and that could have been went to other content yeah well, apparently, it's like their number one watch thing. So for them, they're like, well... Isn't that show a syndication on every channel? Yeah, but then you can't choose what you're watching. You can't choose to watch your favorite episode. True. You can't choose to watch your favorite season. Right. I get why Netflix wanted it back. If yes, it was in yes. your top three of things that are being watched, right? I understand that, that thought process. Um, but I do have a very real issue with these screen, streaming sub, sub providers. Right. Fumbling over my words here. But um, I have an issue with them talking about how much original content they want to make, yet they will put so much money into something that another entity has already created, another channel or something they've already created. 
and then they will have their own original content and cancel it. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I'm very upset because they just announced that the tick was canceled. Um, not I thought saying, that was Amazon. That's Amazon. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, but I'm talking yeah, about okay. um, streaming providers here. And Amazon has a knack for canceling every show that I like <laughs> from their service, except for Bosch. Shout mm-hmm. out to Bosch. The only reason I'm still watching Bosch is because they've already like greenlit season uh, six mm-hmm. before season five even came out. So shout out to them. It's one of my all time favorite shows. Okay. It's like what The Shield was supposed to be. Okay. But you actually like the characters on this show. The right. Shield, there was no one you really like. They killed off all the good characters. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, they canceled The Tick. Uh, they canceled uh, John Claude Van Johnson. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying these were great shows. <laughs> I'm just saying it was original content. Right. It looked like it was cheap to make. Right. It looked like it was cheap to put up there. The actors could not have cost that much. Right. I mean, John Claude is doing Tostitos commercials now. So oh I'm, I know he wasn't asking for much money. He was <laughs> right. just like, yo, you want to do a show about me where I can just make fun of myself? Sign me up. You right. Know? And the tick. I know that show didn't cost much. Right. You can look at it and be like, oh, this, this is a cheap-ass show. But it's Shot funny. It's entertaining. Yeah. And for me, comedy on streaming providers is so hard to create where it's likable. Mm-hmm. Because all these other shows that are supposed to be fun. Like when I want to turn on my TV to watch something, a lot of times I want to watch something that's going to be funny. Okay. But streaming providers don't always have good comedic content other than the stand-up shows that they have which then netflix oversaturated the market with all of these oh stand-up my god shows. i know like everyone gets a special and they're Seriously. not even special and then I'm not everybody at, deserves one yeah and there's some great great comedians out there yeah who have no netflix specials and then they're putting these people on who aren't even funny they're just okay. supposed to be witty Example. and i'm like so how do you get your own stand-up show if you look at, if you go on Netflix right now and you look up stand up, there will be a ton of foreign comedians. Mm-hmm. And it's not that comedians from other countries aren't funny. Mm-hmm. It's that you even listening to the crowd, they don't even sound like they're laughing that much. So you're telling me that these people who they're doing these shows in their regions, mm-hmm. so they're supposed to identify with these comedians the most. Right. They're not even laughing. So how do you have a special when there are people like, you know, one of my favorite comedians, like as far as watching his content, now his standup, I I do love him as a person. I love, I I feel that his standup is great in certain aspects, but I also feel that his standup is more like he's talking to you like he's your best friend. Okay. And he's your best friend telling you jokes, which right. those jokes are different than a comedian telling you jokes. Right. I'm talking about Tony Baker. I love oh, okay. love Tony Baker. Shout out to Tony Baker. I, I check your Instagram every day. I need <laughs> to get onto your actual uh, website and get on your Patreon and you know support you a bit more, my brother, so we can keep putting content out there. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole stable of comedians that are friends, I know you're really big on Kev on stage. Kev on stage I find him hilarious. very very entertaining but i yeah. do not actually identify with with him i like him and doughboy they have yeah. their own podcast and which is dope shout out to them and their podcast i don't mm-hmm. know the name but shout out to you fellas Ra- on that. it's called righteous and ratchet yeah keep it up 
I love seeing game. brothers just out there doing their thing. So right. please keep that up. Um, to hear more, one of my favorite guys to listen to. He's just freaking hilarious. Um, but yeah, so how have these guys not gotten their own stand-up specials? That's... And I'm listening to all these foreign stand-up comedians that if you're going to put their specials on Netflix, and yes, you do need to make it where it's available worldwide. And I realize that Netflix is a regional thing where certain regions have access to different content. Mm -hmm. But I don't live in those regions. So do not plaster that on my Netflix, especially right. with that autoplay feature. Uh -huh. When I don't care about these comedians, but there are other comedians that I know it wouldn't cost them that much money for Netflix to put money into their stand-up right. and think these guys don't have anything. Where's Ryan Davis at? Where is his stand-up special? I love me some Ryan Davis. He still doesn't have a special on Netflix. I think know? as far as Netflix courting all these um, uh, foreign comedians, it's just an attempt at being brow um, groundbreaking and saying that they are the first. Like, mm -hmm. you guys didn't know who this guy was, but we gave him a special. We blew his ass up. And in that way, too, they can also own you. HBO does the same thing, or mm. they used to with their comedy specials. Like, it used to be a big fucking deal to have an HBO special before Netflix came along and just started giving everybody a fucking special. So, like, you had to really reach big time to get an HBO special. And once you got one, it kind of felt like the mafia where you had to keep coming back and yeah. owing them. And a, a lot of networks are like that, too. And I think Netflix, uh, Netflix is trying to do that same thing where it's just kind of like, oh, we discovered you, so you have to keep doing Netflix specials for us. Or if we want to throw you on a TV show, mm. you're contracted to be in that and do that for us. Mm. But I, I could, don't know. I could see that, you know. But, but like, I feel like it's more about their attempts to be first and groundbreaking and for people and, you know, for when whatever comedian blows up, they can be like, you know, thank you to Netflix for giving me my first gig and all that right. shit, or exposing me to the world. Yeah, but these fellas that are out there with their with their content already, you know, these guys are on. Uh... So these guys are out there with their content already done. They're on. Some of them are on tour. The uh, comedians of social media tour is going on yeah. right now. I don't think it's done until sometime in June. And these guys are just doing that on their own, which. I definitely love to see like they're just doing their own thing their way. But mm -hmm. I want to see and I'm not just saying, you know, I want to see more black comedians. I, I like seeing more Latino comedians. Mm -hmm. I like seeing more Asian comedians. Yeah. If they're funny, some of the Asian comedians that have been out there, I do not find them entertaining only because I don't like leaning into stereotypes. I don't. Either. And I feel I'm not that a, fan of a lot of the times. Asian and sometimes black and sometimes I mean all of all mm -hmm. of the races do, mm -hmm. but it seems more glaring to me when it's an Asian comedian right. that yeah. they lean into their stereotypes like, hey, yeah. white people listen to me, right. pay attention to me over here. I'm seeing the stuff that you guys normally find funny, but here's my other funny stuff too. And it's like, no, just be funny. Right. Just be funny. Like Ali Wong, I do not find her as funny, but I understand why people do like her. And I, I love like to her see her doing as her thing. A person as a comedian, but like her material itself is not that funny. Not really. It's not. She's not really the because the problem is she's not a comedian. She's a comedy writer, mm, and yeah. people keep making that 
people keep making that um, two uh, two of the um, same thing, and it's like not nah. like there are people who could, are good at writing comedy and the people who are good at doing comedy, right, right? And they're not always the same thing. It's like okay with Seth MacFarlane. He's a good comedy writer. He's not a stand-up comedian. Mm. Um, Judd Apatow, too. Same thing. Yeah. And when they do try and do stand-up, it's not that good. Right. Um, or it's absolutely terrible. Or they're smart enough to avoid it altogether. Like, no, nah, I'm not going to do stand-up. Like, my, my job is to write comedy. I know how funny people should be funny. I don't know how I should be funny. Right, right. And that's that's how and I, I feel. And I think that's with... Allie Wong. Because she is a comedy writer. She's a writer for Fresh Off the Boat. Yes, yes, yeah. she is. Shout out to Ray Park on that fresh off the boat. Right. I have not watched that show, but I've heard really good things, and I do like Ray Park. Um, I didn't know who he was until mm-hmm. the, uh, a couple months ago, uh, listening to another podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to the Movie Night podcast on that one. Mm-hmm. Listen to you guys every week, but they had Ray Park on the episode, and the guy was extremely funny. But also, what I enjoyed was they talked about a lot of things he does behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And just to see him doing as much as he can to get his demographic like some shine, I'm all for it. I'm yeah. all for seeing people do well. But right. he's also funny as well. Like Ken Jong has done a lot for like the Asian community as far as he's like getting them a voice. But though. I do not find it funny now. But yeah. he's been doing it a really long time. And I give him a lot of credit for finding his niche and, and just doing this thing. You know, See, so. that's the thing. I don't think he's found his niche as far as stand-up is concerned. Well, no, no, I'm not talking about stand-up. I'm just saying as far as a career. Oh, okay. You know, yes. and I mean, he, no he one even talks about the fact that he was in Endgame. Huh? He was in Endgame. I know. That oh, I loved mustache. it. That was so oh, I loved it. I was like, I, I know who like... you are, buddy. You didn't even need that mustache. Right? <laughs> it was weird. I don't even think he had a line. He was just there. Yeah, he, he didn't say like, a single thing. Hey, man, I'm here. What's up? It's weird. That's it. All right. Peace. It's a weird cameo. But I will give him credit because I laugh just at the fact that I saw him. When I see him on a movie or a show, I find him entertaining. I just don't find him funny on stage. Yeah, There's nothing not wrong with that. He's, not, he's good know. at reading other people's funny lines, mm-hmm. like in Hangover. He'll fucking always be funny in that shit. Yeah. But he's not a good stand up comedian. Yeah. All right. So on to our next segment. We're doing expose, or no, have we already we exposed we enough? We can't do expose me because you didn't look at the video I sent you. Uh, well, we can still talk about it. Come on, let's still talk about it. <laughs> you Chuck wanna, e. Cheese. You want to talk about how Chuck, Chuck e. Cheese, e. Cheese is formed? Okay, the video is five minutes long, and it just and it's from a, a YouTube channel I follow called Today I Found Out, where he just uh, it's, um, it's a great channel. Um, okay, it's a British guy who just you know. See, that's where they lost. Tell me. you videos about have um, things like um, so. This one video is how Chuck E. Cheese came to be, and the reason I just found it so fucking hilarious is because first of all, the stuff I didn't know. Like first off, I didn't know the co-creator of Atari is the creator of Chuck E. Cheese. Oh wow! And it all just boiled down to the fact that the homie wanted to be rich. He was just kind of like, "Hey, my Atari games make a lot of money." Um, and I could make more money, you know, as far as coin coin operated games and like arcades, he was just like, I had to find a way to make more money by distributing more of these games out. So he came up with an idea to have a, uh, kind of, yeah, a restaurant, 
um, for kids to where he can put all his games in and make money that way. Mm. And I love that he's not shy about it. The homie said the quiet part out loud. I'm just trying to be rich. Like, there's none of this shit supposed to. Mm. <laughs> like, he's like, the pizza's not supposed to be good. We got a rat as a mascot. Like, I'm not trying that hard. I'm just trying to see if I can make money. And one of my favorite things about the video is that I've never noticed this. I've never been in a Chuck E. Cheese, by the way. No, as a kid, I've I've never been to a friend's birthday party there. I've mm. never been in it myself. I think it's, I walked into one once. I don't even know what they look like. I've There's seen them yellow. when I drive by or walk past them. Um, and I've always thought that they were creepy. And in this video, they explained to me why. The whole place is made out to look like a Kitty Vegas. You ever notice there's no fucking windows? Yeah, yeah. No fucking windows. There's no um, clocks anywhere that tell you what time it is. Yeah. It's dark in there all the time. I'm like, this shit is wrong. Yeah. And it's to get kids in there to stay in there to have their parents keep spending money for them. That's genius. And that shit, yeah, it's just genius. He was like, how can I make money and do the least amount of work? How can I be brand? How yeah. can I be brand yeah. for Game of Thrones? I love it. And has just been cleaning up. And he sold it to some company. I forgot in 2014. But like, the homie's just been collecting checks. I just always, said. I just always confuse them with Triple P. And I don't know what that is. Peter Parker Peeps. Uh, it's big in the Southwest. Okay. I don't know about it being anywhere up here. I haven't seen it since I moved up to the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. But the non-Pacific Southwest has a lot of them. And uh, I just, they're like the same. They're exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Except for Triple P has windows. They do have windows. And I, I've heard that their pizza actually isn't garbage. <laughs> I have friends who swear by Peter Piper pizza. They say it's, it's literally neck and neck with like Little Caesars, which I don't think is Ew. good either. But they say for cheap pizza, it gets the job done. So I, I'm not going to not gonna throw shade on them. But at the same time, it's not a place for me. Do you remember Discovery Zone? Sounds familiar, but no. It was basically like how McDonald's has those disgusting like playgrounds outside mm -hmm. indoors. It was just, and like the whole indoors was like a giant jungle gym like that and a ball pit in the middle. Straight up though, why don't we have that for adults? I've been looking there for an is. adult There's ball adult park. ball pit. But first Wait, off, do you want to be pit? in that? Ball pit? Like actual ball yeah. pit? Do they have showers? I don't know. They should. because I know in New York and Cali, they have them. Oh, okay. I don't live in either one of those states. So, but they do exist. I yes, they do exist. So no, you don't. That sounds like no, the most disgusting the thing. I want thing. a ball pit. That sounds like you need to be vaccinated that's, twice. That's why I said they got to have, have a shower right there. And you know there's going to be trifling mofos who try to fuck in the ball pit. Yeah, I don't need all that. I just want to jump into a ball pit, but I can't go do it at McDonald's. They frown upon that. <laughs> so what? I'm like, Bring a child because with I, you. They frown upon that, too. <laughs> just go find me a little white kid. Like, hey, you want to go play in a ball pit? Ask Scott. You can borrow his children. <laughs> hey, Scott's kid is actually pretty cool. They're cooler than I've Scott. I've seen them. I've never gotten a chance to Yeah, talk they're to actually them. really cool. They're okay. much cooler than Scott is. <laughs> much cooler than Scott. By far. Did that God. Content producer bringing more content. Right. I love it. Yeah, I'm not I, surprised at I that, did read a couple weeks ago that Washington does have huge vaccination problems, which yes. surprised me. Yes. And it's because um, we're a... Um, 
we're one of the states that let you opt out due to philosophy mm-hmm. if you want to. And I'm just like, y'all can keep y'all diseased ass little children at home. Um, yep. yep. Like this is outrageous. Measles. It is 2019. People are dying from measles. Yeah. I like, thought we would pass this. Let, we you know what? It. That to me just means that certain people need to go extinct. Let them go. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Let them go. Yeah, they don't want to be here. Let them weed themselves out. That's fine. I saw a tweet just about keep them away vaccinated. from my nieces and nephews. And exactly. I'm good. That's that's all I care about. Just keep them away from my family. You want to do some stupid shit? You go right ahead. Leave my nieces and nephews the right. hell alone. <laughs> I just will forever tell the story about that poor woman whose daughter had leukemia. She recovered. She put her back in public school only for this poor child to die because a mom didn't vaccinate her kid. Wow. Which got that kid sick. Wow. And I'm just kind of like, why Why are we making this a choice? Why aren't we arresting parents? Look, if we're going to handmaid's tail bitches in the red states, did I say in blue states? Yeah. We start arresting people who don't vaccinate their disgusting children. Yeah, well, the people like, who are at the top who answer to them as far as their voting. Because those are the people who vote. Those are the main people who vote. No, the main yeah. people who vote are like conservatives. Liberals don't right. get out there enough to voice their opinions until like right. shit goes wrong. But I guarantee you a lot of these anti-vaxxers are like... They're they liberal. Those... That's the part that kills me. Most yeah. of them... Liberal to an extent. To an extent, yes. Liberal They're to an extent. Stupid. And yeah, they are just stupid. Yeah. Oh. But I don't I don't understand not vaccinating your child. Like, have you never noticed you didn't have polio? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, and then well, you just choose not to vaccinate. They came your... back like bell bottoms. <laughs> oh, bell bottoms in classic cars. You gotta bring the measles with them. You can't can't just have a couple of them. Gotta well, New York all of them. Um, just had a state of emergency mm. um, because um, in the Hasidic Jewish community, they don't vaccinate. And they had a huge, uh, I, for, I forgot what the outbreak was. Um, and they just basically like, we're like, okay, we're in a state of emergency and we're not fucking around anymore. We're forcing everybody to get vaccinated. Sorry. And I'm like, that's how we need to do it. Is there some shit you wanted to bring to my attention, sir? Uh, I, there was, but I didn't write it down. So <laughs> it's all right. We'll I'm go, gonna we'll yeah. Go to from here on shit. out, from here on out, I am gonna. And there you have it. Um, as I said before, we were having some difficulties with the program we were trying to use. It cut off the last five minutes, just like it did the first half hour. Um, again, I want to apologize for the audio glitches about an hour in, uh, there's some sound quality there for some reason, the audio dropped. And then when I raised it up, it just had that weird, uh, effect as I told you about before. So apologize for that, but definitely going forward will not be an issue. We found the right program for us. In fact, we've already recorded episode two that will be coming to you next week with no glitches i promise and uh if you want to follow us on social media our twitter account is back on our bs uh those words are underscored each word and on instagram it's a little similar is back on our bs but the underscore back on is one word and then 
our NBS are underscored. Uh, couldn't get the same handle for Twitter. I mean, for Instagram that we got for Twitter. Apparently, it was already taken. Uh, but yeah, follow us up there on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Keep updated. Keep in contact. Or anything that you would like to share with us about our podcast, any bullshit you would like us to talk about, feel free to shoot us a message and we'll try to fit it in whenever we can. Thank you. And uh, this has been Back on Our Bullshit. <laughs>